Hello there. Welcome to the Leaders of Continuous Improvement podcast. My name is Arjun Patel, and you'll be hearing from the top operational experts in the industry that deal with the chaos of trying to lead projects and Kaizen events that improve processes and eliminate waste. This podcast is meant to provide tangible advice, case studies, interpretations, and ideologies of all things continuous improvement. It really does take transformational change to do a continuous improvement manager's job. So, welcome to the Leaders in CI podcast. On today's podcast, we'll be covering the subject of safety improvements with our special guest, Sandeep Katyal, who's had plenty of experience working in safety environments as an EHS and continuous improvement manager. Here is Sandeep himself. So uh, I'm a mechanical engineer and uh, I also did my um, MBA from India and then I moved to Canada in 2001. I joined uh, a company uh, called Mesonite Inc. And um, I started very low as a door maker in the night shift. Uh, So I started working there and started learning the raw materials they were using and their production and manufacturing system, how, uh, but I did fairly well. And very soon uh, I was promoted as the lead hand. And then I decided once I got stable, I thought I should upgrade myself uh, by going back to school uh, along with my job. Uh, So I joined uh, the lean manufacturing uh, in uh, Ryerson University, along with little focus on occupational health and safety. And uh, very soon I got another job uh, with Techniplex group of companies uh, as a, a lean uh, manufacturing leader. That's incredible. You went from door maker to lean manufacturing leader in what seems like a very short amount of time. And this is not even half of the experience that you have on your LinkedIn, which is really insane. Uh, what were some of the interesting projects you had in your first role as a lean manufacturing leader? After joining that company, I was assigned the task of grind usage of PVC and streamlining that process, which I did fairly well. And it was also an environment-friendly project where I had to minimize the waste that is generated during the uh, product uh, and also uh, improve the safety of the people while also while also uh, making the uh, changes uh, much quicker than they were and uh, our major customers were Walmart and Home Depot they used to do time study when they uh, came uh, to our plant and uh, they actually timed us in doing the quick changes on the line uh, so before I joined, uh, the one product changeover used to take half an hour and um, um, I worked with the maintenance team uh, to make all the aux- auxiliaries which were used in the extrusion lines uh, more mobile so that uh, we reduced the usage of uh, the forklifts. So what it did was it uh, not only it uh, made our changeovers more quicker, it also Uh, made them more safer because uh, the accident rate during uh, that time was very high generally because people were under pressure 
and when they were moving an auxiliary it will fall and let's say it fell on somebody's foot it would seriously injure them and uh, while while uh, by uh, making them mobile we added the polymer wheels underneath those uh, auxiliary so somebody would just push them and uh, remove the ones that were that was already on the line Wow, this was an incredible example of a lean process improvement. It was an incremental change that seemed to improve the productivity uh, 10x from where it was originally. So Sandeep was tasked with you know, minimizing the waste generated, improving the safety of people, and creating faster iterations based on one specific process in the production line, which made changeovers take at least 30 minutes. He realized that you know the auxiliary was hard to move around because they had to use forklifts and the more that they use forklifts to do changeovers uh, it resulted in safety incidents so what he did was he took the maintenance team and figured out a way to make the auxiliary unit more uh, mobile or more transportable um, so it was easy for people to move and after doing so you know, uh, the changeover event became a lot quicker and it became a lot safer with safety incidents immediately reducing. Um, and that's, that's all you could hope for, you know? He accomplished his goal of minimizing the waste generated, improving the safety of the people, and creating faster iterations uh, on product. And this was all due to one incremental change of a project that he implemented and worked with uh, other teams to implement. So, good job, Sandeep. Here's Sandeep talking about one of the other projects he did for a different company. And uh, one of the projects that I did was uh, the um, streamlining of all the chemicals inside the plant and also color codification of uh, grease solvents and lubricants. So that minimized the time which was taken for doing the preventive maintenance, also reduced the machine breakdowns because some of the breakdowns used to happen when the oils used to get mixed up, uh, especially with the new mechanics. They're not very familiar with the names of the oil. Uh, so in order to make the things easy for them, we assigned uh, unique color to each and every oil or grease. So uh, we noticed that it was easier for the new mechanics to recognize the color instead of the name of the uh, lubricant. And then we also use the paint pens to mark what type of color go, uh, goes into the uh, lubricant point. So outside the lubricant point, we would draw like a circle with the paint pen. So if it was a, a red color, then uh, the same uh, red color was table of uh, that particular lubricant, which was posted outside uh, the uh, oil storage area. So he would recognize that, okay, the red color goes. So he would uh, take the uh, oil, which had the red color, and that would go into the lubricant point. So uh, at the end of uh, third month, our errors due to the oil mix-up were, were zero, which really helped. Now in the, the machines, actually, uh, inside the machine, uh, the oil is just like the blood in the human body. Yeah, so that's why if you mix the blood with uh, different blood groups, it doesn't go well. So uh, that was one of uh, the good thing which happened from this project that our 
breakdowns uh, became, became zero due to that particular error. This was another great example of what an incremental uh, continuous improvement project can do for an organization. All Sandeep was looking at is how can I solve one problem that could make the biggest impact? And for this instance, you know, he used color coding to be able to accomplish the goals of his project, which is absolutely amazing. It, it really goes back to that concept of like, you know, 80-20, uh, where, you know, 20% effort results in 80% maximization. And I think Sandeep really encompasses what that means in these two specific examples that he went over. It seems like you had a lot of training and and education and even a illustrious amount of experience uh, throughout your lean continuous improvement strategy. Like, um, what, what when you think about approaching um, improving processes around like safety, um, what how do you think about these problems? Like, what what do you uh, what what are you looking for? Well, safety is the foundation of uh, the entire organization. Uh, especially uh, by using the tools like 5S and autonomous uh, maintenance, uh, we can suddenly make the things more visual. And um, uh, and in addition, uh, by using the Kaizen events and the team building process, they definitely help in improving the safety. And also safety ties in directly with the morale in the plant. And uh, lean manufacturing tools uh, they uh, help in involving the people, like for example, Kaizen events, when you select a team and uh, explain them the current state and the future state of any uh, project and explain them the role that they will be playing in improving that uh, process, get their suggestions and that how we can make the things better. In that way, we can get a good buy-in from them. And then when we organize the Kaizen events, uh, try to make the things more interesting for them, like arrange the lunch for them uh, while uh, they are helping with the Kaizen event, and make yeah. them feel special when they are doing that project. Uh, in that way, they may uh, they become more interested. And uh, since they are the ones that who are using that, they are actually our customer also. It's like your customer only helping us developing the process. No, that's that's an interesting way of putting it, you know, um, uh, where you're the people that are helping you uh, implement these strategies, you consider them like your customer where you're trying to add value to their lives. So um, it, it's almost like a symbiotic uh, a relationship. You know, uh, you, you're you're trying to add value to each other. And um, definitely. I, I definitely I definitely um, think that that approach is what a lot of other companies should invoke as well. Um, I'm curious. Uh, do you use any specific tools or, or like you know, software or um, to to manage all the ideas and uh, ideas you have around continuous improvement? Well, uh, the visual uh, tools are very much recommended in this, and also um, any kind of tracking sheet where you can track the type of projects that are going on. Uh, taking the before and after pictures and uh, mm -hmm. sharing them uh, with uh, the rest of the team. Uh, that really helps. Uh, I have not used any tool uh, in, uh, in any particular tool uh, 
to implement lean manufacturing because uh, there are so many every project requires different uh, types of tools but yeah. yes the visual tools are uh, is the one that is common the visual tools and the team building approach that works mm. that that makes uh, perfect sense and you know uh, it, it seems like uh, continuous improvement is is a very vague term and it could be may, mean a lot of different things so it's hard to find one specific tool that would help you with that process um, so I guess like, uh, what are some like lean strategies that have worked for you and that have failed um, as well? I think the best one that has worked for me is uh, Kaizen events mm -hmm. and uh, 5S along with the color codification. Um, I also used it in implementation of uh, the lockout tagout uh, program. Uh, yeah. where different sources of energy uh, have to be identified by the operator. So uh, each source of energy has a different color code, uh, like electrical would have red, um, water would have blue. Uh, there's no hard and fast rule what type of color you want to assign. Just work with the team over there that what color they want to assign so that it goes well with them. And then... Um, um, I always notice that color um, code, coding really goes well with the operators out there, unless they have uh, some color, uh, color blind uh, uh, things. But generally, all the companies, when they uh, hire their uh, people, uh, they do test them for the color blindness. So Kaizen events and 5S have been would you say transformational in terms of like how you approach lean processes? Uh, definitely. And I also, Arjun, I saw your software and I was really impressed with uh, how you have almost all the tools uh, under one place in your software. You have <laughs> checklist over there. Those formats definitely can be used. Uh, so, uh, you know, uh, when I was implementing this, I didn't have the luxury of uh, using that type of software this i'm talking back in 2007 and 2008 yeah but definitely if uh, today i get something like what you have made where you can get all the type of tools under one place uh, that really makes the things very easy yeah yeah like that that was sort of the philosophy we had too you know um, uh, i i used to be a, a plant manager um, at my father's manufacturing company and one thing I realized is like uh, we had all these different Excel sheets, we had all these different tools and it was, it was very hard yeah. to centralize everything. Um, so uh, uh, I, I think, yeah, um, having a tool to have everything in one place is, is definitely beneficial. Thanks Sandeep for being on the podcast. I, I think you shared really great stories about, you know, things that you've accomplished and things that you've done specifically on incremental changes that provided massive impact. And I think you've, you've definitely demonstrated a good primer for what it takes to to really improve safety initiative. It's not just improving safety, it's improving, you know, how you could efficiently improve safety within the organization. So thanks again and um, thanks for being on this podcast.